This is Things You Might Have Heard, and we're going to present to you in moments the weekend's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture's news that you deemed as conversational. This is your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news that has you in mind. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and what we do is we post news stories out there on the internets, on our feeds that you get to engage in, and we take that engagement numbers and give you those stories for an update in the mornings of what stories are the tops, because you said the tops. Now, this morning, we're going to present to you uh, 10 stories from the top 30 stories of the weekend, about 93 stories posted overall, so a lot of stories to pick from, and you chose the ones that were pretty juicy, and we hopefully we curated a good bit from there as well. Today is Monday, July 17, 2023. We will explain deeper in detail how the feeds work and things going on after we get through the headlines, plus some fun stuff to come, so hang tight for all that stuff. We have the news coming up with our first story starting off in just a second. That is, of course, as we said, Fed it by you and curated by me for this presentation. Let's get to uh, story number one. And story number one begins with this one. Miranda Lambert stops concert to call out a group of girls being more worried about taking selfies and watching a show. Now, this one seems like a bit of deja vu because when I posted it, it actually seems like we posted it a few weeks ago or about a, in, in the last week or so because uh, this incident is about a week old and it didn't get much response or didn't get enough response in the vetting process to pull it up. This weekend, it was the by leaps and bounds, the top story as everybody was on some Miranda Lambert. In fact, everybody apparently hates Miranda Lambert because all we heard was she's gross, she's stupid, she's not very good. And the fact that where this happened at her Vegas residency, residency there are a whole lot of empty seats, so people being there to take selfies ought to be something she should be happy about because at least somebody showed up. Now, now we know cell phones have been a big thing. We'll talk more about cell phones at concerts in the towards the end of today's headlines. Uh, but would you know people being, have them thrown at them? But essentially, uh, they, they do become a bit of a distraction. Apparently, they were distracted to Miss Lambert as she was performing, even though, as many says, the performances and shows themselves hadn't quite been stellar for her work. Let's go to story number two for this morning. This is a this was a head scratcher that I'm still not quite understanding. Check out the link for the details to get into this one, and we'll get more details coming soon. But it took me three or four readings of various different articles to understand what happened. I still don't quite understand. The headline we have from USA Today's version is Carly Russell Found Missing Hoover, Alabama Woman Returns Home. The story on this one is Carly Russell was a woman who was returning home from work and she did 911 call on Thursday outside a gas station where she saw a toddler just kind of wandering around the highway. And then the next thing you knew, um, she was on the phone with her boyfriend's girlfriend, I think, but she's on the phone with someone. Next thing you knew, there were screams and then the sounds of background noise. Come Sunday, she was returned back to home or returning home at least, went to the hospital for observation and was returning home, if not yesterday, uh, this morning. And the details surrounding what's happening are still a little vague. In fact, the articles that have been written about this are not exactly well written, but they're all written the same, essentially telling the story that she was back, telling the story of what happened, and then just sort of trailing off into some sort of weird mystery, non-fulfilling end to this. We will probably get more details on this, although there have been a lot of stuff that was sort of true crime-ish over the weekend and last week, so they may have to fight for some of that attention. Uh, this is one that took a while to sort of process, and it probably will take even more time to process for most cases. 
Let's move on to the next story for this morning. That is uh, really true crime. That really shows how things work out if you have enough patience, essentially. Rex Howellman arrested in Gilgo Beach serial killings. I'm going to go quickly through this one because there's a lot to get into this one. Rex Hillerman uh, was a suspect for murders going over um, 22 years, um, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, killing victims between, um, yes, 22 and 27 years old working as sex workers. And this is a case that's been going on for you know almost 22 years, over de decades as, as it is. He has been sort of living incognito in the suburbs and just sort of, you know, doing what he can. He apparently used burner phones and internet searches to make sure that he was his trail was cold and apparently his family was involved in some way as well. Somehow, some way, there was some things that tipped people off, including a new task force that popped up about last year to go working on some cold cases, and they were able to kind of uh, trigger in on him. They essentially used his trash, used DNA found from pizza crust he was eating to connect it to a hair found on a body, and from there you have your Dateline mystery uh, dream uh, story right there. This is going to go a bit deeper as they're trying to connect him to another murder. There's 10 murders he may have been connected to. Right now, three are connected directly. They're trying to get a fourth one on and see what they can go with that. And, of course, they are interviewing the family and other folks around to see what's going on. This is a story that is a long, a lot of stuff to unravel. Check out the links for this one and keep up here, hang, hang on to this one because there will be more down the line. Meanwhile, the escaped Pennsylvania inmate Michael Burnham uh, was captured after a barking dog led owner to the suspect. Uh, authorities received the tip of a suspicious person on Jackson Run Road in Conewago Township, Warren County in Pennsylvania. They mobilized resources, including personnel on the ground, aviation assets, and canines, and formed a large perimeter around the area to find uh, Burnham. Uh, out there where he was. Burnham was not housed in the Warren County Prison, so that's you know what what, what issue that kind of came about there. Um, the investigators uh, continue to try to figure out whether he received any assistance out there on the lamb. He was a sort of self-proclaimed or self-taught survivalist, so they figured he was able to use some of those things there. This is a guy that climbed on a gym equipment, um, crawled over to a vent, and then climbed down with a rope he made out of bed sheets. Essentially, the old you know essentially every cliche you can think of a prison break happened and then he lived out in the woods for a while because he was you know had some camping skills uh, a barking dog essentially uh, showed a, a person out there on his property that somebody was out there the call was made and the man was captured this is one that's um part of a head scratcher i'm going to go deeper into a couple other stories happened in the week but turning point usa had this conference this week and asa hutchinson the former governor of the state i live in arkansas guy i actually kind of like um, went there, got greeted with booze and chance of Trump because he's one of the few candidates who is out there essentially anti-Trumping and the people want Trump. Now, Trump, uh, uh, Turning Point USA had a lot of things go wrong this weekend. One thing that went well for them and probably bad for everybody else was Donald Trump gave a long tirade on a bunch of stuff, which they loved. Although Turning Point has basically lost essentially all its backing and anything that's near a real journalism. Uh, so what's that? This was the conference that was started by, um, as a conservative a, a venue for college kids, for young people to get into, and it's turned into yet another, you know, Trump concert type thing. Uh, if you're for Trump, then I guess you're down with this. Uh, many people were at this. Uh, another story we posted about Turning Point USA, was, although we did talk about his uh, long speech, of course, was the actual straw poll. There's a straw poll that happens at all these things. Donald Trump is, you know, well ahead at first place. 
uh, some of the news about DeSantis uh, uh, firing some staff and losing some steam basically happened here because the number two person in this, Vivek Ramaswamy. And um, so we'll get to see how that plays out. And of course, Donald Trump was actually selling the praises of Mr. Ramaswamy uh, over the weekend. So it's like bizarre world over there. Chelsea Ballerini dumped Reddit to protect her mental health. Quick, simple, easy. She found that being on Reddit and reading what people were saying was screwing up with her head. And she got rid of it. Guess what? You can turn off your social media. You can put down your cell phone. You can go read a book and listen to music and just get away from stuff. And if something's important, someone will tell you it's important. And if it's not important, they cannot tell you. Try that next time you stress out with social media. We have followed this story for a few weeks about Hard Knocks and HBO having to follow or wanting to follow, essentially, a team during their training camp years. 18 seasons of this show, and every year the team that gets this doesn't really like it very much. Aaron Rodgers saying it in real words, this was forced down our throats. Now, the Jets were on Hard Knocks last time back when Rex Ryan was running it in 2010. So uh, so now this time it's the big issue that Aaron Rodgers leaving the Green Bay Packers going to New York Jets to try to revive some life in that franchise. And we'll see some behind the scenes of what's going on there. But as we know, the teams aren't very happy about it. Aaron Rodgers saying it up front. We'll see how that plays out for the cameras. Another sports story, Johnny Bench apologizes after anti-Semitic joke at Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame induction. Not very good. But he apologized for the comment on Sunday, Sunday when he apologized, he said it early on Friday, March 29th, um, saying that he wanted to focus on the Hall of Fame achievement of his friend and not that being Janie Paul and not, you know, the words he said. Uh, check out the link and go deeper into detail on what was said and how it went down because it's a bit... It's a bit convoluted, if you will, but essentially it, it's a sign of the times. And it's not, this is not me saying, hey, you know, I've got to be nice to everybody. But political correctness is a thing because we all should know better at this point. Uh, it's not just boys being boys in clubhouse talk anymore. You have to really understand that, you know, these things matter. These things hurt. And it's not just a matter of, you know, hey, well, get over it. Sometimes the things you say, they don't quite get over as well as you think. Good news for student loan holders, debt holders, maybe. Biden administration for, forgives $39 billion in student debt for more than 800 borrowers. Now, Joe Biden administration announced this would automatically cancel the debt for 804,000 borrowers, a total of about $39 billion in relief. Debt cancellation is a result of the administration fixes to repayment plans, which included update counts and borrowers payments. Now, this basically came about because the Supreme Court basically struck down Biden's first attempt at this one for full on forgiveness. And this is something he can do essentially administratively with the red pen. The Education Department will let you know if you're on this list in a few days. And finally, back to cell phones being tossed at people. We talked about this when BB Rexa, phone throwing suspect, allegedly said he tried to hit her because, quote, it would be funny. And we think this is a deja vu thing as well. We think we posted this one a while back. We posted BB Rexa being hit, and we posted, uh, I think we posted this one ex exactly, where they caught the guy, they talked to the guy, and basically he just thought, you know, it'd be funny to, to toss my cell phone, which costs. I don't know, $800 on the stage and bop the singer on the head and see what happened. Well, you know, he basically effed up and he found out. Let's go to our teaser story for today. This is where we're going to actually get into the details on how the feeds work because this is where it all comes happen, where the magic happens, if you will. So this story right here, we are teasing as a story we could talk about 
tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're going to pick from the top 15 stories of Monday and give you eight of those in the presentation. How do you get into that top 15? Is that you follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation and Facebook.com slash TH. This is conversation project. Sorry. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project. What happens is every 50 minutes or so, we post a headline for you to engage in. And as you engage in it, which is like, love, hate, share, those things like that, you give it a score. Essentially, we'd see how many times people have touched it and done what to do with it. And we give it a score, put it in a spreadsheet that gives us a one true engagement score for each story. And we rank them from top to bottom. We'll take the top 15 tomorrow through Friday and give you eight of those stories in this presentation. Today, we gave you 10 stories out of 30 because there were three full days to go through. We could talk about this one if you deem this one worthy. Laid off Twitter Africa team ghosted, that's a quote, without severance pay for or benefits, former employees say. So when Elon Musk took over Twitter and essentially after the company was in the process of paying for brand new land, brand new offices in Africa, you know, Elon laid off a bunch of people. A lot of people got let go. That happened. The problem is they offered a pretty good severance package and some benefits for folks and they never got it. That's not so great. There are plenty of other things we could pick for a teaser, but so just basically stop by our website, stop by our feeds and see what's going on as you're checking your other stuff and engage all day long. Look for this one to post in about 20 minutes as we're doing this live or, you know, probably already posted if you're watching the video replay or listen to the audio replay. Go to our feeds, engage in the stories and you tell us what stories to chat up for the next day. Now we're going to chat up about our sponsor pick for the day. We're going to highlight uh, PS Print. PS Print is a print shop, online print shop that can take care of all your needs pretty quickly, pretty inexpensively, and with great quality. If you're looking for business cards, they got them. Banners, they got them. Flyers, they got them. Those little posty things you stick on your walls, they got them. Um, wrapping tape, they got them. Stickers, they got them. They can take care of you because they got you whatever you got. PS Print is one of the uh, premier online um, printing uh, agencies because, number one, they're backed by Deluxe, those guys that print out your checks and things like that. So they have a lot of work behind them. And two, they just do great stuff. Check out our link, our affiliate link, and see if there's something they can do for you. I'm sure they can. And if you do that, they'll do something for us. Give us a couple pennies off your purchase. Go to this. It's a conversation project.com slash PS print. This is a conversation project.com slash PS print. Visit our sponsors page and visit many of our other sponsors. But this morning, we are proud to present a newer sponsor into our batch of, of folks. And we're proud to give you a great quality product as they will provide them to you at PS print. Let's celebrate us right now. Let's talk about the conversation project, which lives at this is a conversation project.com. If you enjoy the things we do here, we ask a couple things of you. Number one, make sure you are going to the feeds and getting engaged in what's going on on Facebook and Twitter, sharing the feeds and the videos and the podcasts and the newsletters, all the things we're producing for the world, including the weekend stuff, the weekly wrap up and the story of the week uh, so that people can get more engagement and get more people in the family. And of course, if we're doing good stuff, you want to help us do more good stuff, check out our sponsors or go to our partnerships page and see if there's ways that we can partner up to get more things done. We need support. We need things to help. You, you understand how all these internet things work these days. They're not corporately sponsored. They're not big time funded by the by the um, big corporations. Don't, trust me, we're not a part of iHeart or Citadel or any of those folks. Uh, this is most this is independent, all independent and done on you know the dimes that I can put together and the dimes that you help send our way. So your sponsor 
buys and your partnership buys are very much appreciated. Check them out if there's some ways that you can find to connect with us. We greatly appreciate that. Now, as promised, we got taken care of all the yucky stuff. The broccoli has been eaten. It's time for dessert. It's time for the fun stuff for this morning. Let's get into the fun stuff this morning, starting off with our birthday list for July the 17th. July 17th birthdays include Donald Sutherland, who's 88 years old today. Now, it was kind of a hit, hit, uh, mixed bag of folks to get in there. We try to find some more younger, more relevant folks, if you will. Um, but, you know, I'm a, just a big fan of Donald, Donald Sutherland, so we're going to put him in there. Uh, star of great things as a young person, of course, uh, The Great Escape. And then, of course, you know, playing more older villain-type government side folks and some older things. Donald Sutherland, Donald Sutherland, that's his name, say that properly. 88 years old on the day. Also, birthdays on today include... Um, David Hasselhoff, the Hoff, turning 71 years old on the day. Uh, a lot of things coming out about him um, lately with, I guess, the nostalgia of things going on. Of course, you know, there's some stuff. We'll have some stuff on Berlin Wall later in the week to talk, to talk about. And, of course, David Hasselhoff is technically the original a TV version of Nick Fury, back when Nick Fury looked like the white guy with the with his things on his hair. Um, now he, he looks like um, Samuel Jackson because, long story, he looks like Samuel Jackson. 71 years old on the day. Mark Burnett, the producer from Survivor and other great things, 63 years old on the day. Of course, married to Del- uh, Roma Downey, which is probably the, the bigger feat that she ha- he has. But um, yeah, those are birthdays for the day. One, not quite as exciting as some days. We'll get better this week, I promise. Today in history, going back today on the 17th of July, things that happened on this day include the Midwestern heat wave in the United States that reaches peak from 1995. Chicago, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, among other cities, set all-time high temperatures and heat claimed nearly 400 lives on this day all by itself. In 1997, the Woolworths closed its last of its 400 stores. The Five and Dine chain lasted 177, 117 years. I'm sorry about that. 177 been nice, but 117, 117 years is a nice run for a, a department store, a Five and Dime that turned into a large uh, conglomerate. Most people, you know, these days, obviously anyone um, younger than, than, than 30 does not remember a Woolworths going out at all because it was there. But back in the day, they were the jam. They are essentially they were essentially the Walmarts of the time before Walmart picked up and took over things. And in 2019, Mexican drug cartel head Joaquin El Chapo Guzman was sentenced to life in prison, plus 30 years, just to make sure, in New York City. Today is World Emoji Day. That's it. We did all food and drinks and, and yummy stuff last week. This week's going to be a bit more abstract. We're going to celebrate uh, emojis all day long. Uh, back when they were called emoticons, which doesn't seem like that's so long ago, and then somebody said emoji, and then it just went to where it was. We can now no longer live without emojis. We can't live without memes, can't live without things like that. And we communicate, you know, well things in that. You can buy pizzas with emojis. You can sign documents with emojis. Uh, you can shed, spread your love or um, your desires you know, peach emojis out there to just the pictures of things, eggplant emojis, things like that. So go out there and send the proper emoji to the proper person. And if you want to send an improper emoji, make sure you send it to the proper person. And finally, one more thing you might have heard. How old is your bottled water? 
A study by researchers in the UK concluded that bottled water could be almost two years old when consumers purchase it. Where has it been for all these months? Sitting in a warehouse shelf. Companies that make bottled water insist the seals are airtight, which means the contents are safe to drink uh, because there's no contaminants, no air getting to it. It doesn't get stale if you, if you seal it up well. However, just think about that. The next time you open that, crack that bottle of water, which I have a few right there in front of me, uh, that the, uh, that the, if water technically does expire, does get stale, does get old, and the water you have has probably been sitting there for a bit. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. This has been Things You Might Have Heard for Monday, the 17th of June, 2023. Thank you for this edition, being here for this edition of the show. Thank you for being with us for what we do here. We have lots of things that we contribute with all week long, and you can find the bulk of them at our website. This is a conversationproject.com. We'd love to have you there and just visit to see all the goings-ons we have at the website. If you think we're doing good work, stop by one of our sponsors or check out the partnerships page and see if there's ways you can help us go on. Make sure you're following us on the feed so we know what to talk about and just keep being you. Make sure you're staying hydrated, staying limber and on task for all the grand things that you are here on this planet to do. And just be here tomorrow. We do it live at 5.50 every single weekday morning in Central Time. So check it out on the YouTube page, the Facebook page, the Twitter page. When Thread starts doing this stuff, we'll do it on Threads as well. And just stick with us all day long. Every 50 minutes, we're posting new stories for you to engage in. So please engage. We appreciate you. We'll do this again come Tuesday.